You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. We are currently in a state of systemic failure. Now, the system, the system has failed. It's not, it's not going to fail. The system has failed. So we are now into emergency measures. And in this regard, I must congratulate uh, the Minister Mchulu because he is now, now taking very strong leadership along with his Director General. They're taking very strong leadership and they're starting to intervene uh, where municipalities have failed. But, but, but the, the very fact that the Minister is intervening is an indication that systems have failed and that, that, that you now have to have external third-party intervention. So yes, the systems have failed. Stop talking about are they going to fail. They have failed. So the question then becomes, is it alarmist to uh, kind of predict a future where we get our water situation to the same way uh, we find ourselves with low shedding and electricity currently? No, it's not alarmist at all, uh, because if you have a crisis... Uh, in, 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 in a complex system because water and energy are both very complex systems. So if you have a crisis in those systems, what do you need? You need to have leadership that can interpret the crisis, that can interpret signals coming from the operational environment, that things are not going well, and then ha- then, then develop a, a, an appropriate plan of action to, to resolve it. So that's what's needed. You need to have a, a intervention. Uh, someone must interpret what's going on and say something is going on and this is what we need to do now while this is all happening what you have well, what do you have at a political leadership level you have a, a weak coalition government they're squabbling amongst themselves about who's going to get what portfolio and who's the most important person of them all and I, 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 now, while that's happening there's absolutely no thought being given to the fact that this actually is a crisis it actually needs leadership I mean where has the mayor been in the last couple of days last couple of weeks what statements has he made has he been out talking to the people where's where's this visionary leadership and direction coming from well it's coming from the minister not from your local authorities so in other words your municipalities have failed the municipal structure is there now only in name uh, the, the people in power they 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 they're in power but they're not in control and that's the problem now uh, people that are not in control of the system abdicate their responsibilities so third parties like the minister has to now come in and start intervening And you're going to start seeing increased uh, evidence of third-party interventions because the systems have failed. And part of the failure is, of course, they just have to keep dodging the bullet and keep shifting the blame. So they're constantly blaming uh, Rand Water. And Rand Water has got nothing whatsoever to do with the fact that, that, that at least half the water that they supply into a municipality gets lost within the municipal footprint of that municipality because of failed infrastructure. And the reality of this is borne out when you go down to these municipalities, Dr. Turton. Um, we did a program here on SABC uh, that was called Democracy Gauge and went into municipalities. And I remember in one of the municipalities, it was Likwa in Mpumalanga, uh, where they had terrible problems with the road uh, infrastructure. And uh, it then emerged that part of the problem, why they had such problems with the roads, was because of the 
water leakages. And at that time, I think they were saying that they were losing about 75% of the water um, because of uh, the infrastructure that was just uh, in total decay. So if that's one municipality, what does it look like for the rest of the country and how much is it going to cost for us to bring all of this back online? Well, it's, I mean, you, you correctly described system failure. So the, the system has failed, whether it's, fa- it's failed in Puff, either somewhere out there, you know, out in the sticks, or whether it's failed in Santon, you know, they, they, these have got different impacts. You know, there are more people, there are more businesses operating out of Santon that employ more people than you'll find in Puff, either. So in other words, these things have all got consequences. And while, while uh, journalists tend mostly to concentrate only on the human impact, you know, they only concentrate on, on the, on the, you know, on on the, on the face of the person that at that point in time is inconvenienced. But we've got to expand our vision a bit further. We've got to think about that person also has to have a job. That person has to be able to feed their family. That, and, and so where are they going to work? Which company in that area can continue to exist when uh, uh, load shedding is a persistent problem? Now we're having water breakdowns. If you, if you own a factory that employs 500 people, how do you keep those 500 people employed when your water... Disrupt, dis, disrupt your, 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 your factory production processes. So in other words, this is an economic crisis. It's an economic crisis of massive proportion. And while this crisis is playing out, we've got a complete vacuum of leadership. We've got an absolute absence of political will. And the only uh, person showing any vestige of leadership is Minister Mchunu. And in this regard, I, I fully support him. I stand right behind him. And I also stand right behind the CEO of, uh, of of, of rainwater. These people are doing the right thing, but they their hands are cut off because it's a municipal problem. You've got to have municipal leadership and the municipal leadership must be held accountable. And uh, the, the question is, how do you do that, though, at this point, Dr. Turton? Because, you know, South Africa is a water-scarce country to begin with. And, and how do we then go on to justify losing 50, 60, 70 percent of our water uh, uh, to water leaks and poor decaying infrastructure? Uh, you say people must be held accountable, but OK, that's on the one hand. On the other hand, when and how do we start by rebuilding that infrastructure so as to take care of the problem? Well, we've got to start looking at the uh, at the salary packages of the of the top people, the people that are earning two and a half million rand a year, placing them in the top two percent of salary earners in the country. So that that's where the problem lies. The people that you know that are the top earners, they're not taking responsibility. They're just living on the fat of the land, but they're not they're not they're not actually earning that salary. So we've got to have that got to have a plan. When it comes to engineered systems, the last thing you want to do is have an ill-conceived plan. And in fact, I will summarize what's happening in South Africa at the moment now. We've got poorly diagnosed problems or misdiagnosed problems to which inappropriate solutions are being applied. So the inappropriate solution comes from the fact that we don't diagnose the problem correctly. And because of that, we can now throw millions of of rand at the problem because we've never diagnosed it and that of course is where the feeding frenzy comes from that's where all of the fat cats feed that's where all of these emergency tenders get given out etc and none of those solve the problem so we've got to get back to basics what is the definition of the problem what is the actual problem is the problem a bursting pipe is it an aging pipe is it a broken pump is it cable theft is it is it load shedding each of those things have got different completely different manifestations 
emotions. And until such times we know which of those are, are the fundamental drivers, we can throw a trillion rand at the problem and we don't know what it is that we're fixing. So just finally, looking at what's happening in Johannesburg at the moment, uh, is there a proper diagnosis of what the actual problem is? No, there's no proper diagnosis. I mean, have they have they even diagnosed what happened in that uh, when 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 Bree Street exploded? Uh, that 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 thing has just gone off the off the radar screen now. There's never a proper diagnosis. One crisis to the next. And that's the problem because Johannesburg is the financial capital of South Africa. So this is the last, this is the last sort of kick of a, of a dying economy that you see playing around you now. Now, this is not in our collective best interest to allow this to continue. So this is a, this is a crisis of absolute massive proportion. It's, a, it's, a, it's, 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 in my professional opinion, a national security crisis that we're facing because ultimately uh, uh, unemployment has to skyrocket, investor confidence has to continue to plummet and without investor confidence we can't get capital to come into the economy we can't get get, get uh, companies to grow, to, you know, to create employment and ultimately behind all of this there's another big thing called a fiscal cliff and the fiscal cliff is, is what happens when the government is unable to bring enough taxes in to pay the salaries of all the fat cat uh, uh, people the, the, the top 10% salary earners in the country. So that's where we are. You know, behind this whole thing, uh, this water crisis is coming on the back of the energy crisis, but behind this water and energy crisis is a fiscal cliff crisis. So we are we are reeling from one crisis to another, and all because we've got an absolute appalling, abysmal leadership. Well, we have to leave it there for today. Thanks so much for your insights there. Uh, water expert and author, Dr. Anthony Turchin, uh, giving us his views there. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.